talk show i am matt and i'm kyle and we are fresh off the heels of episode two of season nine of the walking dead titled the bridge a uh, much more exciting episode than last week i think um more, more exciting than like the last like 10 episodes i i definitely enjoyed this episode i did as well um i think that uh this episode started like I said, last week's season premiere should have started with Rick sitting down and having a conversation with Negan and telling Negan what's been going on. Um, you find out that, I mean, I think we're going to have a little bit of a debate, maybe not on what Rick says, because he tells him it's been 35 days. I think you said you took that as like, that's the time jump. And I'm taking that as that's how long they've been working on this bridge. Cause that's what the whole episode was pretty much about was them working on the bridge. So yeah, yeah I took it more as the time jump was, um, you know, a month and almost a week. So I'm taking that more. I'm taking it more as that's how long they've been working on the bridge and that, um, he's telling Negan about it. So that's kind of like, there's a time jump within the time jump. So it's kind of like, is that like breaking a fourth wall? Kind of, I guess. There's like it, it clearly feels like there's a 30 foot from the way Rick says it to me. It feels like there's a 35 day uh, time lapse from the season premiere to the second episode. So there's like 35 days there that have gone by by the time the second episode comes. Um, what was your What was your initial thoughts on the episode, Kyle? How did you What did you think of it? I found it kind of. I found it very refreshing. Because, you know, they didn't have to be at war to make it exciting. But what they've done is they've 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 given that intrigue back because now, you know, like that episode left me like, oh, I cannot wait for next week. Now, finally, it's been it's been a while since I've had the that, you know, that nice walking dead feeling of oh, I can't wait for next week. I mean, it was it wasn't action packed, but there was enough going on and enough guessing and enough going and enough head scratching, enough going, oh, I see what's going on, that it kept me into the episode. And I was like, you know, I, I there's more than one time during this episode I was going, oh shit, oh yeah, fuck yeah, you know, it's like, and it's been a while since I've had those where I've you know yelled at the TV and stuff as The Walking Dead was going on. So I found it very refreshing. So, um, do you think, well, maybe I don't know, maybe I don't want to spoil that yet, but, um, I can see, I kind of felt the same way. Um, I feel, I can definitely start seeing where they're, they're saying that there's a callback to season one and it feels very much like season one all over again. This, this episode did, you kind of had, you had all your groups. You had the dissension within the group. You had them trying to deal with the zombies. It felt very much like season one all over again. Where they had that small little group, and you know, not everyone trusted Rick. And you know, Glenn's calling him an asshole for getting caught in the tank. And it, it really kind of felt like that all over again. You had the group working together, but there was still some dissension in the ranks because there wasn't that trust there yet. Uh, I really, 
I really enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed seeing the dissension in the groups. I absolutely, hands down, love the way they're introducing the Whisperers, though. I I fucking love it. Yeah, they're introducing it as the Savior's breaking off and disappearing. And disappearing, and you could tell they're fighting, and you know they, they found a new society to join. Because what's his name at the end? Or the Whisperers are killing him. Or the Whisperers are killing him. But I think they're not killing him because, oh, you know what? I think he just saw their face on someone else's face. Now I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So when at the end, God, I don't remember the guy's name. I only know him as uh, Karen's boyfriend from Shameless. Like they're not giving you, they're not throwing him in your face. being like, oh, here's the Whispers. They are slow burning him in. They are bringing him in via via conversation and context. They're not bringing him. They're not just spoon feeding him. Like here's the next bad guy. They are slowly bringing it in, and I love that a lot because I feel like that's that's a little nod to the comic book fans because you know what's going on, but it's also a little bit of playing it up to the the people who only watch the sh- the show who aren't familiar with who the Whisperers are. Because they're in, they're like, oh shit, what's going on? How are these people disappearing? Like, why aren't we seeing this? And you, as a comic book reader, you're like, fuck, man, the whispers are coming. They've already started. Like, shit is already going crazy. Yeah, because what I picture now is is you know, whoever dude seen at the end when he was drinking, it's only a skin mask. That's what so I'm thinking. Walked, so he was like, yeah, that's how I. That's you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that's how I took it. Was he walked out and he just seen the skin mask and then. He was like, oh, shit, hey, man, you know, what's up? You almost fucking, I almost, you know, killed you. And then they fucking got him. That's, and they're slowly taking their supplies. They're taking, you know, they took all their their gasoline, their, well, their ether or whatever it is. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. You know, I, I really hope we get another real nod of the comic book, and I hope it's still like that rainy uh, thing where, they're, where they hide in the ditch, and as the, the walkers are walking by, they hear the talking and they actually think the dead is starting to talk. And I really hope that in the next couple episodes, we get that tease pointed at us. You know what I mean? And that nod. I think that'll be the last shot of the mid season finale. You think that's what they're going to close? I think with? that's the last shot of the mid season finale. Mm. But, Which would be a great season. That would be a great mid season finale. But I, like I said, I absolutely love the way they're doing that. And, and going back to what I was saying, it's even a callback to, the dissension to season one because you have that that dissension between Rick and and Daryl because remember season one Daryl didn't really trust Rick because he was a, a cop and him yep. and his brother always had issues with cops so you know there, there's that there's not that trust isn't exactly on level playing ground right now with Rick and Daryl and I I absolutely love the scene where they're talking and and Rick's trying to tell Daryl we're all on the same side man like we got to work together and Daryl says are we on the same side, Rick? And Rick's like, you tell me. And he's like, well, from where I'm sitting, obviously it doesn't look that way. I wonder if that is the buildup to the Rick leaving. Like, I wonder if that tension is going to create and it's going to spread like a virus. And that's what, you know, and maybe they're not going to kill Rick. They're going to do a, you know what? Maybe it's time I take a break and leave. And why you guys figure stuff out, and maybe they, he'll go on his own little quest. Maybe, maybe it's back around closer to something like that than than actually Rick dying. 
and I love the way they're setting this episode up. If you watch the way they're building these relationships with these people, you can they're they're already hinting to you that shit's gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you you see Carol's hesitation to get engaged to Ezekiel, and now you see them her finally accept it, and you're seeing them like become together. So it, they're kind of foreshadowing that something big is going to happen to him. I think they're I building mean, you up. They're trying to build you up to fall in love with these two characters, so they can only ultimately rip your heart out. I mean, but that—that that is a classic Walking Dead technique. Let's focus in. Let's just like you remember they did it with Tyrese. Remember they 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 got you to bond with him. He uh, remember he, he had Judith. You you know they they he was a secondary character, and they built him in. To, as a focus and then they took him away yep. and that and that's an old school walking dead technique as to what you know that's remember that we would talk about it before that was our indicator we knew that motherfucker's dying yeah because all of a sudden you know someone is coming up and, and standing out and i think i think what happened is i think uh carol is going to end up seeing ezekiel's head on a pike i think you're gonna see you're gonna see I think you're going to see um, Gabriel die much sooner than he dies in the comic. And I don't think he's going to die the same way. No. Hanging from the, uh, hanging upside down from the ladder. Because now he's getting his piece from the leader of the garbage pail kids. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. I like, I like the way they're doing this season because I like the way they're, they're kind of throwing off the comic book reader and the show watcher at the same time, because you're kind of like there's these new relationships. They're not playing out the way in the books. And you're kind of scratching your head like what – how did she get from where we saw her at the last episode of season eight to where she is now? Like there's that that time jump and you're like where where did this come in? And she's kind of like talking about how Rick accepted her and all that. And it's like – And how Morgan helped and everything. Yeah, and you're, you're kind of like well how, how did this all happen? Where did this all take place? And – and so now you're intrigued by her character and how she made that drastic turnaround from all from like weird, I wouldn't say introvert, but just like weirdo to where she is now to where she's ready to suck that that root of, she of was, Father Gabriel in the woods. I fucking called it when we were talking. I was like, she wants to suck that dick. Yeah, and she just straight up junk grabs him too, and there's like no hesitation. Good for him. Everyone needs a junk grab, especially in the zombie apocalypse. And that's a nice change, too. It's nice to see a female being the aggressor on a relationship in the show rather than the the dudes being that, you know? So I think I think they're actually uh, building her up to die, too. You think so? Yeah, I think. Look, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't read the books, but I'm going to. Sorry. Fucking do it. <laughs> Fast forward. But I think this is what I think. I think you're going to get Rick is going to send a party out. Okay. Rick is going to send a party out and it's going to consist of Ezekiel. You're going to have, you're going to have these, these main, you know, you're going to have, um, you'll have Rosita. Rosita go. You'll have Ezekiel go. You'll have um, Gabriel go. I think he's going to send a scout party out. And when they do that, they're, they're not going to come back. I think so that's good. I think it's going to be, ha- but I don't think it's going to happen this half though. No, but there's going to be a message sent back to them and the leaders. So you have your leaders, your main group. So you're going to have 
you know, Maggie from Hilltop, Carol from the Sanctuary, Rick from Alexandria, and then you're going to have whoever's in charge of the the Oceanside. They're going to go look for them, and they're going to find all their heads on pikes. Separating the the grounds. So you think they're going to bypass the whole uh, like fall festival aspect of it then? I, I think so. And I think they're replacing that with the building of the bridge. I think the building of the bridge is what's going to set the 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 um, game into motion of them. The whispers sending their message of this is our land, this is our area. Stay the fuck out. Because I think that they're going to just bypass the fall festival and the bridge. Because obviously, I think they destroyed the bridge in the first place, and by Rick rebuilding it that you're going to look at that as like the act of war or aggression. And they're going to place that warning of this is our area. Stay the fuck out. I wonder what, and I wonder what the helicopter has to play with all of this. That's, that's the one thing that is throwing me for a loop because the helicopter is not in the comics. It's, it's only in the show. It crossed over. Wasn't it even in fear the walking dead at one point? Uh huh. And it, in, the, in the Walking Dead, and wherever it's coming from, that means they have a lot of supplies, right? And they have a lot more, and they must be very well established, even more. Like they must, whoever's got this helicopter must not have gone to war with other communities or found like a Negan type, because something like that would set them back to the point of a helicopter. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it could be, it could be the inclusion of the the Commonwealth, but. I still because there's so many characters they got to add before they join the Commonwealth. Like, you got to get Princess, you got to get Magda and her group. We know that they're coming this season. Yeah, but I just think there's so much more before they add the Commonwealth. I mean, this might be a fast-paced, escalated season then because they I think, have. I think it already is. I mean, if we're already getting a 35-day time window between the events of Episode One and the events of Episode Two. It probably is going to be very fast paced, which I, I think is going to be a good thing since they slowed um, all out war so far down. I think having it faster paced like this is going to, I think it's really going to help fans of The Walking Dead come back in at, at you know at more of a full throttle than a than a oh, I've just been doing it so I'm going to keep watching kind of thing. I think this is what's I think that fast pace is what's going to bring people back in. And I mean, we already saw <clears throat> the walking dead is, is taking a hit at numbers. Last week's season premiere was the lowest rated season premiere for the walking dead. So, but it's still the number one show on TV, even with the low rating. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I think people are going to find themselves back. And I think, I think this season is going to bring a lot of them back. I think I think word of mouth will spread on I think you're exactly right. Word of mouth is gonna spread it and everyone is gonna start coming back to the show. I wouldn't be surprised if next week's episode I wouldn't be surprised if there's a small increase in this episode and then a bigger increase in episode three. So we saw tonight they were you know, like I said, I love the way they're introducing the whispers. And we saw everyone coming together to build this bridge. And we saw, you know, them using the call signs on the radios to try and drive the herds away. 
and when they're trying to get um you know the second person to to sound the the siren they don't answer mm-hmm. and so you, you know something's going on and they're not feed they're giving it to you but they're not feeding it to you you know they're not feeding you oh this is a new bad guy this is the new whisperers you know mm-hmm. and so they're kind of treating everyone to you know to something here because if you're a fan of the show only you're like oh man this is awesome like what's going on and if you're a fan of the comic books you're like oh shit they're coming yeah and they're coming in a more badass way than they did in the comic book like there, there's still something to be said with the way alpha shows up in the comic book where she just rolls into the fair and she's like i've already infiltrated you you're fucked and she's talking to people there you know uh, like i i think just the way they're doing the show, they're going to make it an even more badass entrance. And they've kind of already started. And I, I really, and there's another nod of the comic. I really get the hopes we get to see is when Rick is talking to Alpha and they're on top of that building and she's like, look at my people. And it's just that huge sea of walkers. Of, of walkers. I, I hope, I really hope they include that also. And I, I mean, I loved like, the you see just like i said the tension between the groups and when the little kid henry is giving water out on the bridge and the the troublemaker savior we'll just call him the douchebag savior like takes the water from him and pushes him and then henry takes him out i guess that was really cool yeah that, that kid's got zero fucks to give he's he's a little badass and then you know him and daryl going at it over and over again and then i liked i really liked the um the scene at the the lumber yard oh with the rolling logs yeah with the rolling logs and when they're taking out the walkers i thought it was really really well done it didn't look cheesy or stupid yeah i mean it was exciting aaron spoiler alert aaron got his arm crushed i made the observation in the chat i want to hear what you say did we just witness the walking dead establishing their future their new rick grimes i think so and i i think they finally get to play it in that you know because they couldn't do it before because somebody you know uh, daryl's brother had lost his uh, his uh, hand and part of his arm when he was handcuffed so they could never give that nod to rick when they when he finally met the governor so i think that i think they they waited it out and they kept it and i think what's happening now is that's the nod to that and then when rick leaves i i believe that that he will be the one that takes over and then that's that you're gonna see that you know you're, you're gonna see that rick character again without an arm with the with the prosthetic on which i think will actually be kind of cool so yeah you get to see aaron he gets crushed by a log Daryl, along with the help of the other saviors that are still there, managed to get him out, but his arm is just torn to shreds. Yeah, it's fucking mangled. And they bring him back to the campsite where they're at, and um, Enid is the the nurse. Sadiq has been teaching her how to be a a doctor and do medicine. And she's the nurse, and she says, we have to amputate. So they amputate his arm at the elbow, or maybe a little bit above the elbow. Mm -hmm. But you see when he's laying there, in that hospital bed, he looks identical to the comic book Rick. Yes, with the beard and the and the short arm. It's just the wrong arm, but yeah. The short hair, the short the you know, the short hair, the beard, 
the missing arm in you. I think it's the wrong arm to dis- establish it. You know, we're going for a comic book accurate person to look like Rick Grimes, but he's not exactly Rick Grimes. They're just, I think they're just giving the nod. They're, they're, they're putting their TV walking dead spin to it. Right. Like they do with a lot of things from the comic to, you know, same situation, different way of happening to a different person, you know, like look at the flowers instead. It was the twin boys, you know, in the show, it was the twin girls and, you know, stuff like that. I think it's just, you know, I think it's just, you know, how they like to flip it and make it the same, but different. I think, you know, tonight's episode definitely has got me way more excited for the rest of the season. And just like the whole, the whole episode, I like the way the whole episode is done up. It was like, rick telling negan what's going on so these events have already happened it's just rick telling him about it mm-hmm. and like i see you're seeing the, the group you're seeing the tension between rick and daryl you're seeing the tension between michonne and maggie you saw the tension between daryl and or between rick and maggie last week and carol is kind of the glue that's trying to hold everyone together carol is not that, that middleman trying to bring everyone together you know, yeah, because she's she's kind of playing both sides of the fence because she's still, you know, kind of seeing what's up with the saviors, and but she's still trying to be on the other side as the, you know, almost like a voice of reason and if, you know trying to be understanding of both sides. Like, so I think she's, um, I think they're really, I think she's going to have a pretty, I you know, like remember like season four, remember she had a really big hole, uh, hole, <laughs> she had a really big role. She had a really big hole, <laughs> but she had a really big role. Remember, she she was a, you know, when she was kind of rogue and stuff, and and by herself, and then she came back around and ended up helping everybody. I wonder if that's maybe how they're they're playing that again too, where she's actually instead of being an outsider helping, she's an insider helping out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I wonder if they're having her kind of do that role again. Yeah, it's it's hard to say, but like and I, I think said, with Eden with Eden being the nurse type person, I don't see her being like maybe we had that theory that maybe she was going to be the what brings the whispers in, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe she met their son instead of their daughter, and, and I think her being in that nurse type role, I don't, I don't think that's going to be. I think it's going to be someone else now. That's I would gonna, push that it was going to be a lesbo relationship between Eden. Enid and Elsa's daughter. <laughs> but maybe it's going to be Henry. I mean, Henry is established. He's establishing a more predominant role. He's got that, you know, mo- he's got that mother-father relationship going on with Ezekiel and, and Carol because he starts to walk off and Carol's like, hey, aren't you forgetting something? And he comes back and kisses her and he, she's like, thanks, but she's like, you totally forgot your stick. You know? So she's handing him his weapon to go. So he's kind of establishing that and he kind of he kind of pulled a Carl move on the bridge. You know, that would have been something that Carl would have exactly done. Just like Yeah, and not taking know, any shit. Yeah, just like when uh um in the comics, what's her name? Fuck um what's Carol's daughter's name? God damn it. I can't think of her name now. She's still yeah. alive too. She's dead in the show, but she's alive in the comics. Mm-hmm. Maggie adopts her. I'm fucking drawing a blank too. Oh my god, Sophia. Yeah, but cha cha. Sorry, Sophia. Um, in the comic books, 
Sophia's getting bullied, and one of them hits her in the head with a rock, and Carl pretty much beats her ass. Yep. And that you know, so I think that's kind of like you know, that's kind of like the power baller move. Is instead of that, they have they're having um, this little boy step up and stick up for Henry. himself. Henry, step up. Yeah, thank you. Step <laughs> up and stick up for himself on the bridge against these grown men, which. You know, I think they're they're kind of establishing that more, and I think, I think maybe it's going to be Henry. I, I have a feeling that maybe, just maybe, it's Henry. And, and instead of her being time. older, she's actually going to be younger, like closer to Henry's age, and she's right. still going to she's still going to play that spy role and then change her mind. Yeah. So I mean, it still means we won't get the the eye lick, but no, the eye lick's long gone. I'm a little disappointed about that. So what do you think uh Rick talking to Negan like that and letting him actually know that, hey, we can fucking do this without you? I don't think he's bragging, but I think he's just letting him know that, you know what, your way was wrong and we are establishing a better way of living. Yeah. And, and Rick and Negan's still like, I don't give a fuck. It's uh, yeah. you just you just said it. But I I mean, it, it's kind of cool having the Rick Negan heart to heart. I, I I think it works pretty good with the show. He tells them. You know that you're not, you're not really. You're just getting the world ready for me. You know, <laughs> I think the more that plays out after the death of Carl, I think you have to look at season eight a little bit differently. I've, yeah, we lost a lot of the the relationship between Carl and Negan, and we lost a lot of the storyline going forward. But you're it, as this season's playing out, even after through two episodes you're already starting to see last season kind of unravel and see where they were, where they're heading. You can kind of see where they're heading and maybe it's not such a, a bad thing that they killed off Carl because what you're missing from the comic book is a reason. Well, you had, I mean, you had the reason. Okay. Rick left Negan alive in the comics to prove that we don't have to kill everybody. We don't have to be, Mm -hmm. we can do what we need to do to establish a regular way of life. What they did by killing off Carl is they had Carl connected to Negan and Carl connected to, to Rick. And by writing those letters to Negan in, in that final she, that final scene or one of the final scenes from the season eight finale where Rick is talking on the, the walkie talkie to Negan about the letter and reading him the letter that Carl left for him. And Negan kind of says, you know, like, this is your fault. It, it in a way connects them. Mm hmm. And so now you're establishing you, – you see why Rick is keeping Negan alive in the show. He's doing it out of the memory of Carl and that they're connected through Carl. So even though we didn't get to see the Carl-Negan relationship play out on the show, you're, it's still kind of there, but they're in a different way. Yeah, they used it to uh, – they're still u- – they're using that the Carl – letters and the Carl connection to Negan and everything and to to connect Rick to Negan to be able to do these talks. Well, not just that, but they're establishing that relationship, that bond in the memory of Carl as why Rick is keeping Negan alive. Yeah. Why Negan is still around and why he's filling Negan in on the changes that are going through because that was what Carl wanted. That's what was the whole purpose of the dream that Carl was having, you know, that was the whole purpose of all of it is for them all to come together. And, and that's what Rick is trying to establish, but Negan can't be running free. So he's still trying to keep Negan in the loop out of the memory of Carl 
because that's what Carl's wishes were. That's what Carl wanted, but he's doing it in a different way. Yeah. So I think it's it's really cool that they're you, to me it's really cool now that it's all playing out. You know, and so us, my, as, as us as fans, we jump to conclusions, and yeah, we we motherfucked Scott Gimple to death when he killed off Carl and, <laughs> and damned him to hell. But now, like now that it's playing out a little bit more, I'm I'm really interested in it. I mean, I'm interested because it's a different take, and it, and they have to go in a different direction. You know, and they have to do things differently to get to that same outcome that they could have had with Carl in there as a streamline. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, I mean, now that it's playing out like that, I'm interested in seeing where it goes, but. Uh, I mean, it's a different take, though, you know, because like, yeah. I, under, I I see now where he's coming from, where he's saying, you know, when we had to establish for the viewer why Rick is keeping this guy alive. Why is he doing this? Why is he doing what he's doing? And to be grieving and to honor the memory of his son is is kind of what I am getting from it. And especially when like it was Coral's last wish. So he's he's right. providing one of Coral's last wishes. Yeah. And especially when um I, I love that you still call him Coral. <laughs> <laughs> especially that's, when that's his like name. Establishing like when when uh Negan says you know, something about Carl and Rick says, don't you fucking say his name. You know, don't you ever speak his name. So. He I'm, must not be named. I'm interested to see where they're going. Like, and that's what, that's what I love about the walking dead. And that's some of my favorite episodes is when you see more character growth along with some action. So like you've got a lot of character growth in the in the first half and then you got the action with the lumber scene and then it was just like the the lumber the the lumber yard was the fun, like pulling that loose thread on your shirt and then everything just starts unraveling yeah like you know you get that loose thread in your armpit of the shirt and you pull it and all of a sudden next thing you know you got a giant <laughs> hole in your shirt that's that's what it was like so the events that took place at the lumber yard was kind of like pulling that thread and now everything was unraveling yeah, but it, I mean, it was super nice to have a, a nice, exciting, full, kind of all around just good episode of The Walking Dead. Every, I mean, everyone got their time to shine in their own ways. You got to see a different side of Michonne. You got to see a more diplomatic side of Michonne to um, when she's talking to Maggie about creating the, the rules among the communities. Then you kind of got to see like, where Maggie was, you know, last episode, she was trying to be this strong-willed leader, this hard-ass leader. She kind of, you know, is maybe second-guessing herself a little bit because mm-hmm. she's, she's asking you when she goes to meet the the blacksmith in the jail and they're talking and, and, you know, he's like, I've been a drunk my entire life. He's like, it wasn't Gregory that made me do this. This was inside of me the entire time. So I, I you know, so Gregory really had nothing to do with it. And she straight up asked him, do you, do you think I made a mistake? And he tells her no. But, you know, and she kind of shows the same thing to Michonne where Michonne's talking to her and, and she was like, you know, you don't really have to hang Gregory. And, and Maggie's like, oh, do you think I made a mistake? And like, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe if it's not necessarily, it came off to me as like insecurity, like she's second guessing herself, but it might not be that way. It might be, you know, her kind of just being cocky, like, oh, you think it was a mistake, huh? And she's like, you know, because she's very much, we're going to do it our way. 
Well, I think, you know, and then when she talked about her dad being a drunk and stuff and second chances and stuff, I think what she was doing was she was hearing him out and I think almost giving him the benefit of the doubt just to see what he was going to say and see what his answers were. And I think when he was explaining it, he was like, because I almost thought she was going to let him out all the way up until he said that. Like, I was like, you know what? I bet you, I bet you she's going to let him out. She's going to let him out. And then he said that. I said, she ain't fucking letting him out. Well, she did. But she did. She yeah, asked she, to. I didn't think she was going to let him out until that, that point. Because her and Jesus have that conversation where, he, you know, he she even says to Jesus, because his wife comes and Jesus is like, when are we going to let him out? Like, when are we going to figure this out? And she's like, I don't know. And he was like, maybe you need to hear it, why he did it and hear it from a different perspective. And so she goes and talks to him and then he explains that whole drunk thing and he makes that connection that, you know, it was her, that was her dad. Like that was her dad. Yep. And he, he came back from the brink. So, you know, maybe someone just needs to give him an opportunity to try and do the same thing. And by letting him come back and be the blacksmith and, and working underneath, um, you know, underneath supervision, that's, the opportunity gets and it'll be interesting to see if maybe henry decides that he wants to go you know it could be that after ezekiel dies henry decides that he doesn't want to be at the kingdom anymore and he goes to hilltop and starts to apprentice under the blacksmith i was just gonna say that i was you waiting know? for you to finish so i could say who do you th- who do you think is going to be the apprentice if you think it's going to be henry so i think it could be henry or it could be someone completely different but i i see the way they're setting it up I, I really see Henry taking over the role of Carl going forward. The core role becomes Henry. You're going to, yeah, I think you're going to see that because, you know, if they're going to establish Aaron as, as somewhat of the Rick Grimes role at Alexandria, then you're going to have, you know, I, I think they're going to divvy Rick's and Carl's um, storylines through other members of the cast. And I think that's, what we're seeing now is they're establishing the new Rick Grimes and Aaron. Um, and then they're kind of slowly breaking down that Henry might be taking over the role of Carl in the show. Yeah. Hmm, I could see that with Dwight gone. I think you'll have Dwight come back and you're going to have, I think you're going to have Dwight end up being, you know, someone else's right hand man at some point, or Dwight might be gone for good. And you still have Daryl as that character, but cause I mean, they, they still kind of, like I said last week, given that, that Dwight storyline to Daryl, where he was the leader of the saviors, doesn't want to lead it anymore. So Carol took over. Yeah. It's not necessarily how it happened in the comic books, but I mean, he, Dwight was the leader and said, I can't lead these people. It needs to be somebody else. And he gave up the role and someone else in the, you know, someone else stepped up. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta ask though, after, after tonight's episode, where do you see the rest of the season going? I think I see it going fast and I see it going. I, I see, I see it being a hectic season. Which I think which is going to be good, but I think there's going to be a lot going on. They're going to be introducing a lot to us, and I think they're going to be going very. I, I think I think this first half of this season is going to go very quick, because I think they have a lot to establish, and I think they and I think they're going to try to do it quicker instead of trying to 
drag it out for too long because they got a lot of story to go. So I think I think they're I think I think it's going to be a hectic season. At least the first half is going to be hectic. And yeah, I agree. And I I'm especially with the way they're introducing the whispers now with the people missing and they're not really know what's going on. And I think you hit the nail right dead center on the fucking head with that dude at the end when when Rick exiles him, you know. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. And I know I'm I'm all over the place. I need to be more formatted, more structured. <laughs> We're not good at that. We'll no. never be good at that. But I like how that guy comes up to Rick and he's like, yo, you know, I got your your bitch, you know, attacked me. And Rick's like, what? Excuse me? He's like, yeah, your bitch. You need to keep your bitch under control. And and Rick just fucking goes like hardcore Rick on him. He goes Rick Tatorship at on his ass. You know, well, that, that guy really needed to be put in line, or he was just gonna. And and I, Rick saw it. That guy was just gonna keep escalating. Yeah. If if they didn't kick him out, or or they were just gonna let it keep going the way it was, he was gonna keep pushing the envelope, and it was things were just gonna keep escalating until the point where it was, it was either gonna be the whispers killing him, or it was gonna be Rick or Daryl. And Rick, like, you know, Rick lays on the line. He's like, well, if you don't knock it off. When I'm done with you, you're gonna need more than stitches. And he was kind of like, "Well, yeah, whatever, bitch." You know, he kind of pushed it off, and then Rick was like, "Get your shit. You're leaving in the morning." He's like, "No, fuck you. I'm out now," and he left. And I love that. That's the last shot of the the episode is him walking down the road drinking, and you just see him, and it's the camera, and he's like, "Oh shit, what are you doing out here?" And then he like gets grabbed up. So yeah. I think you fucking hit it nail on the head when you said that it's it's probably someone from the group and someone else is wearing his skin. Yeah. Cause you know, when you're when I at first I thought it was maybe they they had roged off, you know what I mean? And uh but once you know they killed him and I was like, you know what, it's gotta be that's what it's gotta be. It's gotta be a skin mask. And it's dark and he just you know, he just seen the outline of someone that he knew, but it wasn't. Which I means I think we're going to see that dude again, and he's going to be a skin mask. Maybe, but I think I think that's I think you're right. I think it's going to be fast. I think things are going to escalate quickly, and you know I, I I'm still with what's coming out. I don't think Rick dies. I I don't know. I'm still so fifty fifty on whether he dies or he lives. I don't think Maggie's going to die. I think she's going to leave and come back. Everyone is saying you know all the stars are saying that his his andrew lincoln's exit is is good it's befitting of the character it meets his amount of time on the walking dead but then there's people that you know his andrew lincoln says my time is as grimes are far from over you know this isn't my my goodbye to the character it's just like i'll see you later type thing it's i don't know i don't know if they kill him off i think something's gonna you know um what was it? I think Jeffrey D. Morgan said that his his exit from the show is crazy and kind of trippy. So, or one of the or one of the other stars said that. I I, I don't know. Like stars are talking, but they're being real, real light li- li- or tight lipped about. They're not saying he dies, or they're, they're just saying his final episode, his exit from the show. So they're not saying. You know, there's not much being said. He's gonna. He's gonna incredible Hulk it. 
There's going to be slow music. He's going to have his thumb out walking away. I, 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 if they really, if everything is really alluding to him, it would be so much better just to have him die if he's going to leave just to die. But I just, I, I think it would just be a disappointment to have him just, you know, like to, to have, to, to think about it. So say they have him and Maggie just leave uh, as like a temporary hiatus type of thing. I just, I think it's weird to have two, two people do that in one season. What if the walkers, what if the whispers take him? What if they're holding him captive? That would be an interesting take. A super interesting because take. There's technically the whispers are still very active in the comic books. Yeah, they had the whisper war and they took out a bunch of them, but um, Bravo is still out there. He's still what? alive. What if, would that be crazy if they took Maggie and Rick? That would be. They, that would be they took. Crazy, they yeah. took. They took two leaders just to show how much dominance they had and how easy it was for them to, to infiltrate not one, but two places. That, that would be, that would be plausible. That would make totally make up for like her actions when she goes into the fair is that she, that's what she does. She infiltrates them and takes both of the leaders out and bring, you know, it's holding them captive. Because what if maybe what if the whispers are gonna be if they have material to keep going maybe the whispers be a lot around a lot longer than one season. Who knows how many seasons Andrew Lincoln's gonna take off? Hopefully, you know, only he, half. He might take a season, and he might be gone for season, you know, nine or ten. You know, and I think it's just the way to play it up. I think they're just they're just trying to play it up now. Like part of me is like. Okay, maybe he's going to leave for half the season. Maybe he's going to come back and you're going to get the Whisper Wars through season nine or through season 10. And then you're going to, you know, there's going to be some stuff happens and they're going to find him later on. We don't know where Negan is. What happens if, if Negan in the comics, what happens if the same thing happens in the show? Say Rick and Maggie get taken and, you know, they all the shit with Negan plays out and Negan goes off on his own and he finds Rick. Could you imagine that? Like he has that fight and then he comes back with Rick like on his shoulder or, you know, like or propping him up because he's been fucking, you know, tortured for fucking a season. That would be that would be interesting. I mean, that's a good way to write him off the show is that he gets he gets captured by the the, the whispers and then because then they can do it either way then if he doesn't decide to return they can kill him or if he yeah. decides to return they can rescue him so either way it's there and, if they, and then it, it would be easy enough to take a break from it and not even include him like they did uh what's his name where he just never ever returned oh heath yeah I hope they don't do that. I hope it's some sort of like either way, if he's kidnapped or killed or rescued later, there's some kind of closure on the Rick thing. You know, at least if he's kidnapped, we know he's kidnapped and that's it. And then they could leave it alone for a while and then bring it back. If need be that Rick decides to return. Be kind of cool. 
Because I was just looking it up because I couldn't remember. I didn't think he was dead in the comic books, but they're saying that his death issue, the the Walking Dead wiki saying his last appearance was 173. Oh, yeah, and that he was killed in 173 because he was shot in the chest by Aaron. But I thought yeah, he went back after that. I thought that, remember, I think there was a, uh, it was a whisper thing in there in a horde. And it was an accidental shooting. But I thought he was still alive after that. Um, I thought he was too. Because I thought they got him off the horse and they kind of saved him and they kind of took him back. So it says that he was killed by Aaron while while Beta is fighting against Jesus. Aaron shot him through the chest. I'll have to go. I'll have to pull out my Walking Dead's and look. Yeah, because I don't think he's dead. Maybe he is dead, but I didn't think he was. He was dead yet. So I remember he had like he had like lost his leg. Beta? No, not Beta. I thought you were talking about Heath. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Beta. I don't think Beta's. I I can't. No, I really they can't just remember. they just they. They just never came back around to it. They've just never explained it again. He just hasn't been there. I'll have to relook because I mean that's getting way into the the thick of it and like jumping forward a lot. I'll have to relook tonight. Um, but I can't like the Walking Dead wiki says he's dead, so I thought he was still alive, and they were regrouping. Yeah, that's how I had taken it too, Beta. I don't I don't know. I should just fucking pull up my Walking Dead books right now and look. Right? I don't because we're like, oh, we're the most knowledgeable dudes about the Walking Dead, and then we can't fucking remember something as pivotal as this. Yeah, but how long ago was that? <laughs> let me let me pull them out. Let's see what it's what it's been is. a minute. It's been a minute since that, you know, issue 173. So I mean it's hard every little tiny thing that happens in a comic book. Thankfully, my Walking Dead books are very accessible, so let me pull them out here. Which I guess is a good time to talk about our giveaway, then, right? While you're doing that. Yeah, we can we can definitely do that if you want to fill the people in about the giveaway while I pull this out. So, to everybody out there, what we're doing is we're going to be doing a couple giveaways. So what we're going to be doing is over the next couple episodes, especially the next episode, next uh, a week from or this Friday coming up. So everybody who's super active with us, we're going to put your name in a drawing. And what I've done is we've we've bought we've bought uh, some of these Walking Dead uh, grab bag comics. So what we're doing is the more active you guys are put your name in a drawing and what we'll do is we'll 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 pick some names and what we'll do is we'll send you some of these walking dead uh blind bags so you know youtube resharing you know just just start getting active with us and then you know oh, is that how you wanted to do it so well they're gonna you know whoever comments on youtube as we're you know the more interactive you are on youtube Starts resharing it, right? And that's what we're going to do. We're going to put your name into a drawing. Okay. We can do it like that. How are you going to do it? I, that's, oh. how I, that's how I took it. 
Oh, I thought we were just going to do um, episode by episode. Um, going to ask him to, if you're, you know, in order to qualify for this, you have to subscribe to us. You have to like our, you have to subscribe to the YouTube page. You have to like the YouTube page, comment and share it. And then we'll randomly put the comments through a random comment generator on Google and it'll pick the, the winner and the winner will get one of the black black uh, grab bags for The Walking Dead. But we can do it both ways. I mean, we have a few of them to give away, right? Yeah. And hope, and my comic book shop said that whatever hasn't sold, they'll sell however many you want after that. So I can still get a couple more probably. <laughs> so, um, and, I can, and I can probably go get some more too. Why don't, what is the uh, so, so yeah. we're bri- we're bribing you to start talking to us? Yeah, right. And to like us, <laughs> be interactive with us on Facebook if you want to free. And these are, I mean, these are good books. These are part of the walk. They are part of the Walking Dead, um, Walking Dead Day blind bag giveaway. Um, they're key issues. They're not stupid issues. They're key issues. Like it was issue one, issue two, um, the first appearance of Michonne. Yeah, we got yeah, we got issue hundred, issue nineteen, issue one. Yeah, we've got issue one hundred. Everyone should know it's the first Negan. Issue nineteen is the first appearance of Michonne. Issue one is the first appearance of Rick and everyone, most of the group. So Um, yeah, I'm looking at one seventy three right now, and it opens up with the fight between Beta and Jesus and all of them, and Aaron. So he's got him on the ground. Yeah, so Aaron does shoot him, and he's laying there on the ground. Oh, that's right. They de-ma- They pull his mask off. They pull his face off. Mm-hmm. And he gets up, though. Yeah, that's what I thought. He didn't he's like have no name. And then he, like, passes out again. Yeah, I don't think he. Uh, I mean, I guess if he, they, they're claiming he died, and then like it shows him walking away, and then it cuts away to them, and then he shoots another one through the head, throwing knives through him. So he's shooting the rest of them through the head, and then. So that's 173. Maybe he is dead. I don't know. I didn't think he was. I, I thought he... I Yeah, I didn't think he was dead. Maybe he is. That's one. I mean, Let me see 174. I grabbed 173 and 174, but I might have to go further. Because 174 shows... Ne- is kind of like Negan's whole thing where he makes the new Lucille and then burns it. Yeah. And he, it's kind of his, I mean, that could, that could be because it, he, that's where his big apology to, to Maggie issue. And then you haven't seen him since. So it's then, it doesn't come through 174. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to keep looking and I'll update next episode. I'll pull out and I'll go through and I'll update next episode, whether he's still alive or not. Cause I can't find it, but I thought for sure that the whispers show up and they pick them up and take them off. But like I said, I, I could be wrong. 
we've read a lot of comics since then. Yeah. I mean, they're on issue 180 something, and this was like, yeah, so this was a lot of issues ago. So it was at least a year ago. So, but yeah, so that'll be, well, I'll keep you guys posted on that and we'll give our theory on that next week, I guess. Um, but yeah, so we can, we can do that. So how do you, how do you definitely want to do the, (laughs) the giveaway? Interaction, like subscribe. And we'll just, we'll just, and we'll just take all the names and, and start randomly picking them. Any way to show that you guys are, are there, right? Yeah. Like, subscribe, interact. Talk to us on YouTube. And then we'll go back over on Friday, too. I guess we'll put it up. Friday. Well, Friday, I'm going to have a different giveaway. We're going to have two giveaways going on. Friday, Friday is going to be something different. So we'll go. We'll do. We'll do it that way. So, so this is your. So we'll do it the the way you want to do it for the Walking Dead, and then we'll do it the other way for what I'm going to give away on Friday. All right. There we go. So, um, so yeah, if you want to be entered to win the chance to win one of these walking dead grab bags. Um, we're not, you know, it's we'll tell, go ahead and repeat what issues we have to give away again. Uh, we've got issues one, 19 and 100. Okay. So issue one, 19 and 100, all iconic issues, beautiful covers. Um, you have a chance to get a one in 100 sketch cover from the artist. Um, yeah, we have no idea what, we don't know if it's a virgin cover or black and white, a sketch. They're still sealed. They're still sealed. Um, yeah. So like Kyle said, go ahead and tell them what you want them to do one more time, Kyle. Like subscribe, interact, you know, anything that where we can figure out that you did something to interact with us to show us that you listen, put your name in a drawing. And how how long, what what are we going to do? Are we going to do the drawing next week or two weeks or we'll give everybody two a couple we'll we'll do it so we did this episode we announced it we'll remind everybody next week and then the following week we'll start picking names so we'll give everybody a couple episodes to interact with us so let's see today is the 14th so let's say we'll pick names by how about november 4th there we go so it gives you guys that gives, that gives you two episodes. So that gives you plenty of time to oh, remind people. Yep. For everybody that doesn't, you know, listen live, that gives everybody plenty of time to listen to it after we upload it. And, and, you know, however you listen to us on whatever prod podcasting facilitator that you guys listen to us on, that gives you guys plenty of time to, to interact with us. So there you go. If you want your chance to win one of the issue, the black grab bag issues of The Walking Dead between 119R100, again, that's the first appearance of Rick Grimes, first appearance of Michonne, and the first appearance of Negan and the death of Glenn, um, all you have to do is make sure that you interact with us 
on social media. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a comment on the YouTube channel and share it. It's pretty easy. I mean, it's a couple button clicks while you're listening to it, and you could potentially get yourself a really awesome cover. I mean, like Kyle said, we don't know what they are, so you could get the 1 in 100 variant that Kyle and I were both after but didn't get, you know, that are going for two to $300 online. Yeah, that could be yours. And imagine easily getting that book for just doing a click, a click to like, a click to subscribe, and a click to re- to share. It's pretty simple. Or just a, hey, guys, what's up? Or just a, hey, guys, what's up? So no matter – so we'll do it like this. Each time you, we're doing it – so November 4th is when we will pick a winner, and you can enter multiple times. So the more you comment, the more you share, the more you like – it's that's more entries into this drawing for you. So if you comment on a Facebook post, that's a drawing. You know, if you share this on Facebook when we post it, that's a entrance in the drawing. You comment, you like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's an entrance into the drawing. So the more you, the more you're active, you are the more chance you have to win this book or win one yeah. of these books. I think it's a pretty sweet deal. I do too. There you go, November fourth. I'm gonna like and subscribe right now. You're you're ineligible. I know, <laughs> but there you go. So, I think that'll. Do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight, or is that, that gonna no? Be the- I I thought we did. A, I have a pretty good breakdown, past, right. present, and future of this episode of The Walking Dead. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone who came to hang out with us tonight on YouTube. Um, even though you didn't comment, there were some watchers. So, I want to thank everyone who stopped by to watch us tonight on YouTube. I want to thank. Everyone that listens to us on their podcasting platform of choice, remember, if you are a YouTube viewer, please like and subscribe and comment below. If you want us, if you watched on YouTube and you would like to see us start doing um, episodes where you can see us with our cameras on, um, comment that and maybe we'll take that into consideration and start doing that. Um, but yeah, so remember, if you like, if you, if you watch this show on YouTube, please make sure to like make sure to subscribe and comment um that helps us out a lot if you listen to us on any of your podcasting platforms please remember to subscribe to the show and leave us a review it goes a long way to help us in the numbers game and as always if you feel like you want to support the show please do so by visiting the um absolute geek store the link is it's actually on our website now so you can get to it from absolutegeekpodcast.com um you can go buy merchandise we have the absolute geek comic code shirts we have negative modifier shirts we have a jose i just want to touch the word world shirt we have shirts we have mugs we have things for kids we have stickers we have so much good stuff on our store so definitely check that out um but yeah so for this episode of deliberating the dead i am matt i'm kyle saying i hope everyone enjoyed walking dead day And we'll see you next time.